What up? What up, dude? Nothing. <laughs> it's been a while, man. Yeah, for real. I mean, like, what is that? Like six years? Something like that. Fuck. Well, it's good to hear your voice, man. Same to you. <laughs> I'm sure Same Facebook can tell me how long it's been. Ah, I bet you it can't, because somebody doesn't exist on Facebook anymore. Yeah, well, it'll tell me, like, my pictures I took or something. Possibly, but, like, I actually, like, straight up deleted Facebook. I noticed. Yeah. I don't know when you did it. (laughs) Pardon? I don't know when you did it. I was like, I just remember looking for you one day and going, what the hell? (laughs) Where's this fucking guy? And then you you probably emailed me and was like, does this still work? Which yeah. it does. Yeah. Most, most, I'm old, right? Like, well, we're old. Yeah. But like, I still, I still like, email still like, I don't, I don't use it that often, but it's always going to be there. Yeah. Same here. I use it for like right. job applications. <laughs> right. Not to keep in touch with people. Not long form pen pal ship. Right. Fuck that. <laughs> right. Who needs I remember back in the day when, like, people were just like, oh, at some point you're going to be charged, like, five or ten cents an email. Right. <laughs> that shit didn't happen, did it? No, not at all. That would be weird. Wouldn't it, Ma? Yeah, it'd be you're, really weird. But, I mean, really think about it. It's no different than being charged ten cents per text message. Right, yeah. And we, we accepted that shit. Like, it was like, you mean I get to message people? I get to talk to people outside and then like fucking wireless happened and like now everything is just sort of all connected so you don't have to worry about shit. Yeah. Texting was cool the first time I discovered it until I got the bill. I was like, oh shit. <sighs> this is real. <laughs> this is real. And these motherfuckers want their money. They're going to disconnect me if I don't pay them. <laughs> yep. I had, I had one of those companies that like if you missed a bill payment... You legitimately got cut the fuck off. Oh, man. (laughs) And then the best part of it was, like, this is what, like, I never understood about, like, phone companies. Okay, so somebody can't pay their bill. You don't go and inquire at all why they can't pay it. You just cut them off. And then (laughs) you basically, when they try and, when they go to reconnect, you charge them $35 for a reconnection fee. (laughs) Yeah. To a to a person that probably just scrounged up like fifty dollars. <laughs> and then you're just like, no nah, man, you're, it's eighty-five. Like fuck. I can't pay eighty-five. Oh, I'm sorry, your phone's gonna be still cut off. Right. <laughs> you can go fuck yourself. It's like son of a bitch. Right? Like fuck, man. Oh, the good old days, huh? Oh yeah. I worked for phone companies too. Right, you're part of you you work with the enemy, huh? Yeah, I was I was the enemy. Yeah. I was the boot of the state. You want to know? <laughs> you want to know my my favorite moment with a phone company? So, have you? I don't know if you guys have them down there, but like, have you ever heard of Bell Mobility? Um, no, no, no. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you should. But like, it's named after someone that actually had something to do with the phone business, right? Oh, right, right. Yeah, Bell. A little, a, a little someone named Alexander Graham, probably yeah. Graham. Bell, not just Graham. Yeah, yeah. Graham. Um. Anyways, so 
I'm on the phone with uh, retention because I have I had the same phone number since from 2016 to 2000 or to, from 2006 to 2018. I had the phone, same phone number, right? Like never, never switched it up or anything like that. And, and, and um, up to about, I think, 2016, I think it was, I was with Bell. So I was with them for 10 fucking years, man. And like made payments all the time. Like I was like shitty at the beginning, but really got in my groove and made payments constantly up to the point that I was on retention for like. God, man, it must have been because I started buying my phones outright instead of being on contract. Right. And so I was like on retention for at least five years, at least. And no, maybe, maybe, maybe three. I'll give I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. It was probably only three. And I call up this guy and I'm like, okay, so what can you guys offer me? retention-wise to keep me as a customer that allows me to basically have an unlimited plan. Because that's what I wanted, man. There should be, in this day and age, it should be unlimited, meaning that you should be able to call North America-wide Yeah, with, without it being a cost to anything. Plus, you should be able to text and, and like have unlimited data. Yeah. Right. Considering that a gigabyte costs them like three cents and they charge out like three dollars. Right. <laughs> right. So like, fuck them. Um, so I have this guy on the line. I'm just like, what can you do for me? And he, he's just like, well, we can do this. My bill was going to go up to like one hundred. Like I was paying, I think, 80 bucks at the time. My bill was going to go up to one fifteen. To have like, and I wasn't even going to get unlimited. They were just going to like give me the top of what they could. Right. And I'm like, no, man, that's not working. This company over here is offering me this, this, and this for like 70 bucks. Can you guys match that? He said, no. I was like, really? He said yes and hung up. (laughs) Oh, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, no. He didn't hang up right away. He tried to sell me on an upgraded phone first. Right, right. And I said, I'm not interested. And he didn't even say goodbye. He hung up. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, what the fuck? How's that customer service? Yeah. So, <laughs> so I immediately, immediately call um, um, the other company on their like 1-800 line. And, oh, no, sorry. I called Bell first. This the first call didn't ha- that what I said at the end of the first call didn't happen until the second call. There was right. three calls all there were three calls all together with Bell. So the first call was basically that guy saying he couldn't do anything for me. So I call the other company, and they're like, "Yep, absolutely. Just go into one of our stores. We'll hook you up. It's going to be this amount. It's per month. You know, like blah blah blah. Super friendly. Super like wanting my business and all of that shit." Right, and right. I was like, oh, okay, and it allows me to call into the United States, and no, it was like sixty bucks a month, and they allowed me to call into the states, message any like North America wide, like all of the stuff that I wanted to do. Nice, fuck yeah! <laughs> I get off the phone with them, and not even a minute later, Bell calls me back because obviously they track numbers that you call. Right. And they got a warning saying this motherfucker's switching companies. He's jumping ship. 
And that's when I had the other guy who literally, literally did not give a fuck about anything. <laughs> had nothing to lose. And so that's what happens on the end of that phone call. So I go to the Bell store or I go to the other store and I start setting up my account and I get a call from Bell again. Because <laughs> they got notification that I was ending my time with them. Right. And they were like, well, is there anything we can save you? And I was like, absolutely. And I was like, and I started reading off the list of the plan that I was getting. And I was like, I can get all of this for this amount. Can you guys do that? And she said, no. And, I, and she was like, what can we do to keep you? And I was like, well, and I wanted to say this, but I didn't actually. I was just like, there's nothing you can do. I'm just going to go. I hope to never hear from you guys again. Is basically what I said to her. And she was, right. she was like, okay, I was going to be like, the only way you can get me to stay is if you give me free phones for life so I never have to pay for them. I can upgrade whenever I want to and you have to fire the guy that was on the last call with me. <laughs> and 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 I, have to, I get to be on that call to hear you fire him. <laughs> that would have been awesome. That's, that's what I wanted to say. Like and send me the recording, please. Oh fuck! It's <laughs> it's recorded for you know like it's it's yeah, recorded yeah. for those purposes, right? So like fuck those guys, man. I'd assume he lost his job. That's a that's a no no in the phone industry, at least here. I don't right. know about Canadians. <laughs> well, we're not as nice as Americans. Remember, right? We're not as we're slow and we're not as friendly. <laughs> that's great. Good time. So, that, so catch, catch me up with you, man. Woo. Um, God, what's, I'm trying to think what six years ago was like. I don't even remember. Okay. The world's kind of on fire, so it's like, I don't know. <laughs> I, can, I can tell you what six years was like. So it's 2014. Right, right. I, pull, I, I pulled up at your crib. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had KFC. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I... I think you were still like you were working somewhere and like you always had and this is I don't know if you still do this or not, but like had like a massive um, like the biggest size you could get of like either like iced tea or like sweet tea. <laughs> I used I don't do that anymore. It's it started, okay. catching, up to me. It started <laughs> catching up to me, I, but I mostly do water and then whiskey at night sometimes. Oh, fuck. Good on you, man. I mostly do water too, but I kicked out the alcohol. Like the last, I I barely drank when I was like at your place. Like I brought that. Like I think I brought like a case of beer and I brought that moonshine. Yeah. And that like I brought like I I basically um from um fuck my roommate's gonna be home in a second and he's gonna want to talk to me. We're gonna do this live though. And I'm just going right. to be like, I'm on a recording. Don't say anything that can't be on this recording and don't fucking ruin it. Don't confess to crimes. Or say something <laughs> stupid yeah. that could offend um, the, the world on fire at the moment. Right. Right. But um, I don't necessarily like... Do I? <laughs> that cut out. Oh, um, I said that I don't necessarily like using nicknames. 
or I don't usually like using names, so I like doing like nicknames with people on shows, right? Just to like right, right, right. So you were also living with um, there was a short lady living there that we both know by um, a three eleven song. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and then there yeah, was a taller you. one with darker hair, and they were living and they yeah, were living yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, I think there were two dogs. One of them was named. Uh, one of them was Whimsy. I think she was there. Yes. And then. Yeah, she's with me right now. Actually, she, she's. Yeah. She. I don't remember if she was the grumpy one or the other one was the grumpy one. That is the other yeah. one. The other one was Cody. 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 Yeah, Cody was mean. She, she's only grumpy with like new people, like and new but, dogs. Yeah, new dogs. Okay. All right, we're good. We're good. Roommate's got to kick it, anyways. So we're not gonna we're not gonna get entertained at all. Not yet. Um, <laughs> My wife's like, "Are you talking about me?" Oh, should we? <laughs> I mean, we can. If you get into the greatest, one of the greatest '80s movies of all time. <laughs> yes. Start. I was trying to think about. I was just trying to think about like 2014. I I don't live there anymore. Okay. We obviously moved. And- be weird but mm-hmm. uh yeah lots happened since then are you still in i used to just are you still in the carolinas oh yeah yeah we didn't move too far it was only like because uh, you know i got my kids so i don't want to leave the state mm-hmm. that would be a really annoying thing to do that's <laughs> not really good for the kid yeah yeah no doubt All right so are you still in the uh in Aville? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so. We're actually right in there. Oh, like in the it's uh in the in the heart of it, not, huh? Not quite. We're like right on the outside, but if if like I'm driving somewhere I can drive like ten minutes or like uh two minutes down the road and take a left and I'm at like the college and hmm. like it's just like you know, a lot of protests going on lately, so I avoided downtown. Okay, let's let's <laughs> talk about that for a second. I want for sure I want two things. One, I want your quick like synopsis of what's going on, like the climate down there, and you know what I mean by climate, right? Not the weather. Oh yeah, no, no, right. The temperature of like the people, and then two, I want to know your opinion on this shit. Okay, um, let's see. It's actually pretty peaceful around here, for the most part. A lot of protesters, a lot of people angry, obviously. Uh, okay, hold on. Let's but, let's. Can we do this? What are they angry about? And like, here's the thing. Um, I understand the overall dislike motion for anger. I get that. But do they know what they're actually angry about? I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure because at first it was like everyone was like, "Dude, that Floyd guy was murdered." Mm-hmm. Like everyone just agreed. Like, dude, that's messed up. Mm. Like the normal, normal far right conservative bootlickers were like, "Yeah, that was stupid. That shouldn't have happened." Yeah. And then it's it's almost like everyone tried to like find something to disagree about. Yeah. Well, it shouldn't have happened on camera for the for the, <laughs> for the right wing conservatives, right? Like that's where they're upset. They're like, "All oh, these cameras." Well, I think, and... Actually, I don't know. I, I know of quite a bit of conservatives, and they're just like, "No, that shouldn't have happened at all," because they're all like, "I don't." I don't want to say pro police, but they're like, yeah, police are good people and blah blah blah. But no, no. I think everyone for like one 
little moment was like that was murder. Yeah. No way around. One hundred percent. And then everyone shifted. Like downtown Asheville, we had a couple nights where people shot fireworks at police, and they were just a small. Yeah, there were a small handful. Of, <laughs> there were a small handful of agitators, and so our our mayor was like, she was like, "We're gonna shut this place down. We're gonna have a curfew." And I was like, "Oh man, that's stupid." Here's here's a here's here's something that <coughs> sorry whoa. <coughs> this is very dry. <coughs> Not worth smoking. Um. <coughs> oh, wow. <coughs> um, I picture your your mayor. Whenever someone says a female mayor, I picture the mayor from South Park. <coughs> He's kind of pretty much. <coughs> I'm not far off. I'm trying to like place the memory of that. The mayor of South Park. Mm. Oh, it's like driving me nuts. Just woke it up. No, but yeah, she's a. Remember, you have a phone. She's a. Yeah, I got a phone. Hold on. Actually, I'll look it up on my iPad. It'll be easier than. I can see me accidentally just exiting out of this whole thing for no Wait, reason. You can actually use your phone while on the app. Yeah, I know. I just have this like awesome tendency to. Screw shit up you when I do awesome that. the awesome tendency to hit red buttons with an X on it. And you're just like, ah, what, what's this going to do? <laughs> yeah, let's find out. Well, actually, my iPad, I don't think my iPad's charged. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I'm going to send you a photo. <laughs> but basically, yeah, I'm going to send you the photo. Okay. I thought my iPad was charged, but it's not. I'm freaking charged. Should have told my kid to bring his. I lost my iPad charger. Uh, so when when my kid, I'm like, dude, bring your iPad charger. <laughs> Father of the year. Why don't you just go get one? You're an adult. Yeah, I know. I just, it's like one of those things you don't you forget about until you absolutely need your iPad. Then you're like, son of a bitch. One hundred. I don't <laughs> know what's in the house. Right. Right. So now we bought a we bought a new desk. We moved stuff around, and I know it's in the house somewhere. And like, I know if I buy one. Spend like the thirty dollars or whatever twenty, then I'll just be like, and then you'll find, and then you'll find the other one. Yeah, and then you'll have two. How great! That's true. That's true. But um, she kind of she doesn't quite look like the mayor of South Park. Though. I just saw the right. picture. She's a, uh, but yeah, very similar. She, it's so weird. Like all these. Uh, really progressive people voted her in because that's the platform she ran on. So, of course, the first thing she does is go, well, I'm going to implement a curfew and it's a misdemeanor if you get arrested <laughs> after 8 o'clock for being a downtown restaurant. And then all these progressives were like, okay, well, I'm, we're going to now hold libertarian principles of liberty and say that that's... It's really funny. Everyone flipped their side at some point just to disagree with each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm just here like, I, I kind of just disagree with the curfew because it's un-American. It's like, you can't come out of for this time. Why? Because like 10 people did something one day, so you got to shut down a city of like 100,000 people. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Which is weird when I posted something about that and all these people that usually disagree with me were like, it's dead on, man. I'm like, I know. I've been saying this for years. <laughs> Did you almost want to disagree with them after? 
because they just they agreed with you. Kind of. Like and you're just like kind they were of. just like, yeah, man, right on. And you come in like right underneath them and like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, kind like of. antagonize them because you're supposed to be enemies. I can't handle that. Right. Right. right? Like like you know, like in the you know in the you know in the first movie where like two people head off and like they fight each other, and in the second movie they're best friends because they're fighting like an even bigger enemy. I want that yeah, I want yeah. that third movie to come out where those two have to go at it again because they just can't handle it and that's the end of the series. <laughs> We're not friends. We've never been friends. We just had to do this because we had a bigger enemy. But once this and like constantly <laughs> through that second movie, I want them to look at the other like I want them both to say it like constantly going like once this is done, I haven't forgotten. I hope you haven't either. Right, like goes out of his way and fucks his wife, like the other guy's wife, just to like prove right. a point. Yeah. Right, or 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 it takes on like this weird twist for the third movie, right? Where um, it's only one guy going off on an adventure because they killed his wife. You know, like the the whole like trope of like killing your wife or killing the guy's wife. Right, right. So they kill that guy's wife. Like, one of the guys. So, like, the whole movie's about him. But this other guy, like, he's going after the guy that kills his wife. But this other guy hasn't forgotten about this vendetta. He's like, remember that second right. movie? Remember when we did this? I told you I was coming for you. I don't give a fuck that your wife just got killed. I'm still going to get you. That's the movie I want to see. <laughs> that would be amazing. Wouldn't it be? <laughs> Especially if it starred... It'd have to start someone that you wouldn't expect either, like... Uh, Nick Offerman, or like William, like William H Macy, finally gets his day. He's yes. no longer the sad sack. He's fucking. He's got his life back together. He's a sixty-year-old jacked human being, and he's just ready for vengeance. And that's what the movie could be called: one, two, one, two, and three. Yes, that'd be amazing, wouldn't it? I would watch that. <laughs> We need to we need to write the script and pitch to William H Macy. Oh my god, get him started now because I think it's going to take that long for him to actually get into shape. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not body doubling this one, Will. Mister <laughs> Mister H Macy, we're not. Oh man, that guy's Mister H Mister H Macy. But you know who's you know who the guy he's going up against is Christopher Ooh. Walken. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Wouldn't he? Of course. It's got to be me. Right? It gets me around. And, it's, and it's smoking, <laughs> his smoking hot wife gets killed in the third one. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to see. It. Yeah. I mean, I think that would be great. You know what else I think would be? You know what else? I, oh, go ahead. No, no. You go ahead. No, I was going to get on to another one. So, like, let's finish off this first. I was going to say that they would have to have a guy in the middle. Like a like a like the yeah uh, the guy in the Avengers. Oh, what the fuck's his Hawkeye? name? Samuel Jackson. Oh 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 no, oh, no, the, guy, no, like, no, like, no. the connector piece. Nick Nick yeah Nick yeah Fury. yeah yeah. But it would have to be played by Nick Offerman, and he just plays himself. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Just like looking at them, like you boys need to be friends for this bigger enemy. Oh my god, that would be like, great. Just, I. It'd be amazing. I almost imagine that, like, some of the scenes he'd slip into, like, other characters. <laughs> so you'd get, like, 
you know, like you'd get Ron in some of them. You'd get the guy, like the the chief of police from like 21 and 22 Jump Street. Right. Right. I actually never saw 22. Oh, I saw dude, 21. C22. Did you, what did you think of 21? I okay, liked C22 it. then. It's All basically, right. it literally <laughs> is almost like the same movie, but in college. Oh, and okay. they continue, like they call it out too. Like several <laughs> times they call it out. It's so good. Um, That's great. But like, okay. So I had two two thoughts on that. One, I would love to like see a recast of the movie with like Ice Cube as Nick Fury. And then like, <laughs> but, but it, it would be that theme. So like, you know, like your Captain America would have to be based off of if Ice Cube was your Nick Fury. Right. right, not Samuel yeah, L. Jackson, yeah. not Polish, but Ice Cube, Ghetto and Thug. Yeah, yeah. Right, like you know, like Christian Bale doing the Batman voices, Captain America would be fucking hilarious, in my opinion. But <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> right? I need to like, I need to dub over all the lines of anything Captain America says as Christian Bale as Batman. That would be so good. That is America's ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, right. And then you'd have to like get like Iron Man and all of those guys. But before we get to that, I always I pitched this idea to you. Would I think you would get a kick out of this because like we both grew up in the time that it was like a popular, famous movie. But like Top Gun, right? Right. Top, Top yeah. Gun never got its sequel. Oh, that's true. Right. So now imagine Top Gun gets a sequel today, which means that Tom Cruise is the like Maverick is his Tom like Tom Cruise's age now. Yeah. Iceman Val Kilmer is Val Kilmer's age now. And what it is is they didn't have a budget to do a full movie, right? Like to do a big blockbuster movie theater movie. So they did a movie that would go they knew that it was straight to television or straight to, to DVD. Right, right. Yeah. So it was like lower budget, and what it is, is um, a clip movie of them in a retirement home, talking about the good old days back when they used to fly. <laughs> I would watch that. Right, <laughs> and I'm almost wondering whether or not, like. Um, and, and it's very possible that the ghost of Goose is there. <laughs> it's even better. Right? As like, but, but it's almost like what I think would be great is if you started at, um, like, you, you do like the movie a little bit. So, like, really it would start with Tom Cruise and Bill Kilmer both being in the same retirement home, right? Yeah, yeah. But... <laughs> but there's a cut there's a scene that, that that's cut too and it's like um the like zombie version and like goose um his his you know like an arm just like kicks out of the ground right and and you pan <laughs> up to like see the name goose on it right, right right and you find out later that his ghost has inhabited his body again and it's a weekend at bernie's type situation <laughs> Right. So we, you know, they, they try and relive their old glory days while also trying to control Goose. <laughs> that would be, 
I guarantee it would be a huge flop, but it would also be this like cult following, <laughs> kind of like the room. right. Okay, but okay, that's interesting, right? Because like the thing is, is that what is a flop these days, right? Like, remember yeah. that Mallrats was a flop. Yeah, and Mallrats is like one of Kevin Smith's like greatest movies of all time, like cult wise. Yeah, it is. Right, the kids playing on the fucking escalator oh, again. My God. Scene. Jason Lee in that movie <laughs> is so good. Yeah. Like, made, like, you know how, like, some roles are, like, made for people? That was yeah. made for him. Definitely. Right? Like, tailored to him. Yeah, I always thought he looked like a young Bruce Campbell. Ooh. Very similar, like, facial features and yes. stuff. And, like, the way they act. Very much. He's like a clone. Yeah. Yeah, they're like so similar. It's ridiculous. And like, I always felt like I was the only one who noticed this and I'd mention it and people would be like, I don't see it. I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't. He looks like young Bruce Campbell. That's, how do you, how do you even like speak to that person again? <laughs> I don't um, know. I don't think I ever I don't, did. I don't, I don't see it. Oh, <laughs> uh, re- sorry? How? So I don't think, yeah, yeah, I don't. What? I'm not. My brain just got crushed. Like, literally, <laughs> my brain got crushed because it can't compute anymore how you can't see these two together. Yeah, like, at the very least, they look like brothers. <laughs> like, come or, on. Yeah, like, father and son. Yeah, yeah. Right? Although they're similar. Are they close to age? Isn't, like... Uh, I don't know. Jason Lee's got to be younger. Like, what's his name? Bruce Campbell was in his, like... 30s when Mallrats came out and Jason was like in his 20s. Yes, yeah. So it's probably probably got like a decade between. Right. Them. So like really, really young father. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really young. Super young. Um, I actually went to a, a restaurant. We were when we were touring and stuff and the band and all that. We were in Morristown, Tennessee, which is where the first Evil Dead was filmed. And there's this little restaurant called like the little Dutch restaurant or something like that. And they have a picture on the wall of like Bruce Campbell and, you know, Ramey and all those people just eating there. Wow, That's super dope. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't know. We just went in there because we were hungry and we were about to play a show in about an hour. So we get some food and we're just, I'm just like, oh, my God, Bruce Campbell sat right there. That's super. That's pretty crazy. That's dope, dude. For. Everyone that doesn't know who Bruce Campbell is, by the way, because there are people, you know, that don't know who Bruce Campbell is. Um, Cult legend of like the early 90s. Yeah, even even the 80s, 80s, sort of. I guess it became more more cult when it was 90s. Like Army of Dark. More of a failed actor in the 80s. (laughs) That's the thing, right? Like Army of Darkness, even though people would say Evil Dead, I would still say Army of Darkness is what brought him to like the eye of people. Yeah, definitely. It was like, it made sense too, because there's Evil Dead, and there's Evil Dead 2, which was the weirdest sequel I've ever seen, because it starts off, it's almost like, uh, it's like a recreation of the first movie, but it's it skips a lot of stuff, and it's more dark humor, right? And it, it has a little extra stuff in the middle and towards the end. But it's like I just watched this movie. I thought if you watch them together, you're like, oh my god, skip, fast forward, let's go. 
So, yeah, it's almost like it's almost like a recap, but the first part of the movie is a recap <laughs> of the first movie. See, it, which is weird. It's 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 <laughs> what I want to do with Top Gun. Top Gun too. Yeah, exactly. It's just it, it's just it's the what did we what the fuck are, what is that called clip shows? Yeah, right? that's what like I had this <laughs> I had this idea for a podcast called Clip Show, and what it was is that you recorded the first episode and then every episode after that would be a clip show of us remembering the episodes before. <laughs> right? So, like, it would still be live. Like, we would just be like, hey, and do you remember when we talked about this? And we would play that clip out and then come back as if we're like, like, you know, like, the dumb episodes of Friends where, like, they really, and there's, like, yeah, one yeah. a season so that they can really put production into, like, one episode, but just basically in a sense imagine going like in an in, in a in a in a uh, fucking nhl or nba season and going 81 and one knowing full well that you could have gone like it would have been a struggle to get 82 and 0 but you yeah, dump yeah. this one game like just literally like you don't even play your starting five they stayed home <laughs> you you fucking did like five no not even that you get like 12 one day contracts and you're just like, go ahead, guys. You get to play. Because we don't give a fuck. And the coach just walks off. The GM's not <laughs> even fucking there. No one knows what they're doing. And it's just sort of like they went down the bench and they were like, one, two, three, four, five. You are a squad. One, two, three, four, five. You are a squad. You two, if anyone gets hurt, you get right. to sub on. Or you're a sub for these guys and you're a sub for those guys. And, and Gerald, you might get to play a little bit. But, like, that's to the degree that like I feel about clip shows as if it's like, they just were yeah. like, fuck it. We don't know. Like, I remember this one in friends. They just sat in the coffee shop and remembered about the good old days. Yeah. Every, I think every sitcom's done that. They do. It's like, well, we don't have the budget for this next episode. So we're going to film for 10 minutes right. <laughs> and then we're going to clip a bunch of shit together. Here's your script. And, it's one thing. And, and I know. Dude, it's not even like they, they all got together next week and were like, we're going to record this. They did it during another episode. Like they recorded that yeah. episode during <laughs> another episode so that eh, so that they could put in more to the finale or something. Fuck. Yeah. But that's what I would do with like a show called, like if I had a podcast called Clip Show. <laughs> right. And we would just. That's all we would do is reference old episodes of Clip Show. <laughs> I think it would be fantastic. The first episode would have to be talking about something right. and then going, hey, remember when we talked about that five minutes ago? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right? That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. No, the first episode would be a legit, like, episode, like a, a legit podcast. All right, right. Legit. Like, straight up. The second one is when we start referencing the first one. <laughs> but when we get into episode three, we get to use episode two and episode one right. to pull clips from. So, like, just think of the <laughs> catastrophe that episode 75 is going to be. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah. I don't think people would have the patience for it. <laughs> Probably not. No, not, not at all, period, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, <laughs> I, have, I have one more movie pitch, and then we can move on to something else. Unless you have something. All right. right. So, no, no, I don't got it. All that. right. 
so here's something. I, I almost had people convinced that it was going to happen because I think it's that good of an idea. Okay. Imagine a reimagining of the Adams family. Right? We okay. get Christina Ricci back as Wednesday, but as her age now. Right, right. right? And um, it's directed by Rob Zombie. Oh, man. <laughs> He'd be perfect for that. Wouldn't he? It would be one of two guys. It would either be Rob Zombie. It would almost be like Rob Zombie, but with like Tim Burton on board with art direction. Right, yeah. Right, so like zombies style, zombies like fucking freakiness, but like in an almost Tim Burton-esque world. Nice. Right? And that would be like, you know, like Adam's family, Wednesday's Revenge. <laughs> yeah. Of course, Sherry Moon Zombie would show up somewhere. Oh, she has to. Yeah. And show her tits. Of well, course. naturally. I mean, do you think that. Well, she does. Do you think that she <laughs> wants to do that, or do you think Rob insists? Like, I don't do know. Do you think Rob gets embarrassed? He's like, baby, put him away. <laughs> baby, baby, you do not need to show your, your tits. You don't. You don't. You can put them down. No, you can, this, can we get, yo, wardrobe, can we get a looser fitting shirt for my wife, please? <laughs> no, 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 no. This is wrong. Because she just, oh, fuck. And they get like a looser fitting shirt and she's just like already has it off. And he's just like, fuck me. <laughs> Roll camera. Let's just go. And he like, he's like, I'm going to take a five. You guys take, no. Do you want a close set? Certain. Does it look like we need a close set? she's ready to go yeah the second one his second movie like uh devil's rejects i thought was a lot better than a thousand corpses yeah i agree i liked it a lot it was actually like it had had substance to it whereas the other one was just like shocking uh, shocking on horror and all that shit right but this one right there was actually like a story to it and it wasn't just one location Right, they built different things yeah. and stuff, so I thought it was good. Yeah, I liked it. But he also kind of made you like, like crazy murdering psychopaths. Yeah, you're like, oh, I kind of like these guys now. One hundred percent. And then you're like, why do I like them? I, I shouldn't like them. You're like, you're rooting for them. Yeah. <laughs> and and the thing is, is that it's not because what they're getting hunted. Oh, that's why. Which ties in perfectly with what we can get back to, right? They were fighting cops. They were fighting the law. They were fighting for freedom. Oh, yeah. And if there's yeah. anybody that is more like, here's a horror movie for you, right? White cops in like a bunch, like all white cops get together and hunt down black people. Because apparently that's what cops do, right? Apparently. Apparently. And like, I don't, I'm not trying to make light of a situation. We do need to understand a couple of things, though. Well, what happened to that guy? That I never met, who will never help me move. Not even just because he's dead now, but because he lives in a completely different world than I do. Um, right, right. Is, I don't know if the word unconscionable is correct, but is absolutely horrifying. Should never happen. Yeah, for sure. Should never happen to anybody in the world. Now, we also need to understand this. As a society, we either do one of two things. Either blow things out of proportion or completely miss the magic act that's going on. There's no right. reason that a truck driver 
who got snuffed out by police officers deserved a white horse and carriage funeral. Oh, right, That blows right. my mind. When, when, do you remember, like, a couple years back? It was between, like, three and four years ago, or two, one and four years. Let's go with that, because then I actually went. There was, um, I don't <laughs> remember the guy's name, but um, he was shot in his car when his girlfriend was with him and his daughter in the backseat. Oh, yeah. Uh, Who was a more upstanding citizen. A more upstanding yeah, citizen yeah. than Floyd would ever be. Yeah, that's true. And nothing happened. Yeah, there wasn't like as I mean, there was some backlash, backlash and stuff, but, but it like, was all mostly on the right. Like yeah. nobody gave a fuck. Yeah, Castile was like, I, I would imagine that would have caused a lot more protests and riots and stuff. Right, like he was actually like, you know, like. It seems like a good, decent human being. Like, not saying Floyd wasn't, but like, ups- like the dude and his daughter was in the fucking car. Yeah, that. Yeah, I remember that. I was because I always watch those with like a skeptical eye because when you hear a story from someone, you're like, okay, just let me look at the video. Yeah, tape. And like sometimes it's like, uh, okay, the dude was charging someone with a gun. Of course they're gonna shoot him. But sometimes you're like, oh shit. So I always watch it just to see what's happening. Yeah. Try to like take any bias I have and throw it out. But yeah, Castile was like, that was awful. That was one of the worst ones. I would say that it is the worst one. Yeah, because he got shot like in front of his daughter for, and his for just being pulled his, over for, dri- for for driving while black. Yeah, they didn't have a reason to pull him over no, either. He's like, That's... no, not at all. Right. Yeah, like a tail light or something like Which that. Which was yeah. probably busted out by the cop when he pushed by it. It was just like, eh. I got pulled for that once. It's the dumbest reason to get pulled over. 100%. Right? But, like, let's be real. Like, we, as a society and civilization, we need to, one, get past the idea that, like, um, well, one, let's not get past it yet, but that incidents do happen to people and they're targeted. Yeah. And, you know, like, so that happens. And, and, and it's not like we're turning, like, to turn a blind eye to that. Like, it's understanding. But we've existed as human beings for a long fucking time. Don't you think it's time that we kind of look past skin tone, kind of look past gender, kind of look past sexual orientation on, like, a bunch of shit and just look at each other as, and this is going to be the hardest thing that we're ever going to do, which seems so simple to me. Treat every single person as an individual. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of how I live my life. Right. And, and, which kind of gets you in trouble sometimes because people who are really super hyper woke will get mad at you for saying something simple like, you know, we're all the same. We are not the same. Oh, God. Whoa, whoa, pump your brakes, sweetheart. We're like, here's the thing. Like, what that, what, so I agree with both of you guys. Because we are all the right. same in one way, but we're not all the same in another way. There's nobody like you in the world, right? At all, period. Right. But do you have two arms and two legs? And do they, do they yeah. function? You're pretty yeah. much the same as everybody else then. 
Right, yeah. yeah. Do, do you have the ability to it, speak? And not even, you don't even have to make sentences properly. You could just, can you convey a message? Yeah. Oh, well, you're pretty yeah. much like everybody else <laughs> in the world. Yeah. Like, right? So I get it, right? We are all unique, but we're all the same still, right? And that gets into like something that I, so I have this project that I'm working on that I'm just getting started, which hopefully will do one of two things for me. Either keep me busy for the rest of my life or get me killed. <laughs> and I'm okay with both of them. What I'm not okay with is not right. doing, like, uh, being, like, alone and bored and, like, all of that shit and having to fill my life with me figuring out stuff to do. Tired of it. Right. Right? So, like, this project's called, um, the project is called The Greatest Race. Right? <laughs> Which I think is a super catchy title because it's, like, it, 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 it fits what we're going on. So the first question that I ask every single person, I'll ask you too, is when you hear the title, The Greatest Race, what do you think of? Honestly, the first thing I thought of was horses. Horses, right. <laughs> Perfect. Because you yeah. view the term race as what? Like a race. Competition? Yeah, yeah. Competition. Right. So before we, before, be, I bet you before you learned about skin tone being equal to race, you learn competition equaling race. Right, right. right? So, us not understanding the conditioning of the human brain and understanding how it fully works, we go into school, which is the biggest trap that anyone could ever put their kid into, but that's another fucking discussion. <laughs> um, but, like, uh, you know, like, you, condition, you, you get your kid in there and they learn immediately about competition about this term race and what it means. It's only later when your brain's developed enough that they push this other idea on you that there's a race between human beings. And, and right. currently, the greatest race, like the biggest race in the collective of human beings is the one against skin tone. It's not, it's not, <laughs> it's not man versus woman, right? It's not, it's not penises versus vaginas. <laughs> right it's not um yeah. it's not who you are on the outside versus who you are on the inside which i think is a better definition for gender yeah right this whole did you know that gender studies came in when we graduated school for 10 years we had graduated uh -oh. we had graduated high school for at least a decade before the gender studies <laughs> movement fucking came in and now you have all of these young kids trying to say, this is me. Oh, fuck. Go fuck yourself, man. Go live a hard life. Go enjoy it. Right? Right. But, um, but like, that's the, to me, collectively. And, and the thing is, we need to start, like, in my opinion, if human beings took the term race out of the human race and replaced race with species, we'd understand each other a fuckload more. Right? Probably, yeah. And it would come down to this. We wouldn't have... Um, so, look at it as... Okay, so think of wild cats, like big cats in the jungle. Do we do right. discriminate against any of them except for maybe the hyenas, which are dogs, which I think are <laughs> dogs anyways? Right? They're not even cats. Yeah, right? But when you think of like big, like the big wild cats, right? Like lions and tigers and panthers and cheetahs. Right. And like right. all of these cool ass animals, do we look at them going, oh, look at this. Like, 
And the other thing is that you don't really, like, within the cat kingdom, you don't see a lot of discrimination between each other's species, right? Or, or breeds, yeah. right? They're kind of like, if I need to kill you, I'm going to kill you for food. But it's not because you're on my fucking turf or eyeballing my wife, right? Or, or <laughs> just because you're a fucking cheetah, right? Like, yeah, you yeah. don't really necessarily see that. It's only within ours, and it's basically because of emotion. But if we, as, as humans, looked at each other as a species, and we started looking at each other as, as breeds, rather than, you know, quote, races, which, again, is a, about competition. If you use the term race to describe humans, you're talking about a competition within humans. If you use the term species, you're talking about something that you can document and observe. And that's what we're missing. There's tons of great humans on the planet. No matter what skin tone, no matter if something dangles from your legs or there's a hole that you can explore. Right? <laughs> um, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, you could, you could feel like a unicorn in the, on the inside. Right? That's neat. Cool. Right? Now, how do you take your magical powers of being a unicorn, not freak everybody the fuck out, and still be you? Show me. That's what I want to fucking know. So, like, the, the majority of the greatest race will start off with just getting people's stories about who they are. Right. And, like, it'll be, like, pretty much unfiltered about, like, um, <sighs> like, let's say you and I did this, Right. I wouldn't hold you right. back on saying what you wanted to say. I just might not air all of it, but I would have the documentation. Right. <laughs> right. But what I would, yeah, what I would yeah. do with it is have it on hand just in case something else comes up. Right. And it's not like it's negative stuff, man. Like everyone deserves to have a voice. What it, what it matters is what you do with it. Right. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't think, again, I don't think what happened to George Floyd was um, the proper thing to do in any, like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I, out of, out of the majority of people on the planet, I bet you I hate cops more than black people hate cops. <laughs> Dude, you want to know to the degree that I dislike law enforcement? Definitely. Okay, because this one's fun. So you know what civics officers are, right? What, what civics are? officers? Yeah, right. They work for the city, and they more than likely flunked out of um, the police school. Right? They never got to be right. policemen or women, right? But they get to be civics officers, which means that in our in our country we call them bylaws officers, and what they do is they handle the petty incidences between the civics, the civilians. As we should say. Right, right. I, now you remember Buddy, right? Buddy was a good, yeah, Buddy yeah, was, yeah. you know, in my opinion, a legendary dog, right? He was, he was awesome. And so I lived, I eventually, um, so when I first moved Buddy in, there was no law against dogs being off leash. Right, right. And through, with, within like four or five years of Buddy living here, eventually that came in now i'm not allowed to say like as a white male i'm not allowed to say because of the influx in certain different skin tones and cultures that have moved into the neighborhood and basically overtaken it that 
Right. That is the reason why, because they're afraid of dogs that everyone must, and, and they don't train their dogs and they don't ever really like consider everything when having their dog off leash. That is the reason why dogs are now looked upon as, in my opinion, slaves. Hmm. Think about it this way. Back 400 years ago, like dogs have consciousness. Dogs are thinking. Dogs have emotion. Dogs are just like us in many, many ways. They just don't go to fucking work. But I guarantee you, if we lived back in times when you didn't go to work and you had to go and forage for food, you'd rather a dog. They are your working mate. They are not a slave. Now, 400 years ago, the same treatment happened with black people and Indian people and Irish people and other people where they had these things around their necks called collars, which dogs have. And they have these things called chains, which dogs also fucking have. But we have done political correctness and a PR spin on it and call them leashes. (laughs) but it's no different if i were to put one on you and i pulled you around it's the same thing as doing it to a dog except for you finally get the understanding of what it feels like right yeah right but we don't ever have the compassion towards anything other than human beings we think we are quote the greatest not at all period we are the worst thing that has ever fucking happened to this planet unless we decide to change our tune and we can be the greatest thing But until then, the story continues. So I'm at a park. Buddy is off leash, no collar on, because I gave him his freedom because he earned it. Now, he doesn't have to earn it with everybody else. He just has to earn it with me, quote, his master, or how the society looks upon it as his owner. Do you know who else owned things? Slave masters. (laughs) Yeah. Owned humans. And the, the, like, pardon? That still blows my mind. Like, slavery in general, I'm like, Jesus. And it's happened forever throughout history. It's the only way that anything ever actually happens is through slavery. Yeah. So, I'm at a park. Buddy has no collar on. And he's just chewing on a stick, minding his own goddamn business. And he is 75 feet or less from a playground with kids. So... This civics officer walks up to me and I looked him straight in the eye and immediately got antagonistic. And I was just like, I ain't, there's none of this stuff is happening. And this motherfucker followed me for 45 minutes while I walked Buddy <laughs> all around as much as I possibly could to hopefully shake and loot, like for him to just eventually give up. He was on the right. phone for 45 minutes updating the police where I was. Jesus. Now, remember, I'm being followed by a guy because my do- I won't put my dog on leash. I finally get stopped by a police officer, a female police officer, and I still refused to put my dog on a leash because they refused to listen to why. I didn't want to put right. Buddy on a leash because he's not a slave. I demonstrated to this dumb motherfucker who followed me for 40 minutes that Buddy could operate with what he considered putting the animal in danger type traffic. If it was that dangerous, why is he still following me? Right? It doesn't make any logical sense. If he can still follow me and Buddy seems, Buddy's actually up ahead of me. 
Like, he's not even, like, Buddy is on in his own world, sniffing everything, not causing anybody any, you know, like, and again, remember, okay, so Buddy, if nobody knows who the fuck Buddy was, he was a full, like, full, full standard poodle mixed with a golden retriever. So, like, a golden doodle, but a tall boy. Yeah, he was big. But he was fucking <laughs> friendly looking. A lot of people, yeah, a, a lot of people, sweet. yeah, he was. And a lot of people, um, a lot of what, what a lot of people said he looked like Falcor in a way, like reminded, reminded them of Falcor when he had, he did. Right. And I think, yeah. right, so who, how, how is that motherfucker? How is the luck dragon scary? Right. Yeah. That's, Weasels are weird in general. Like, I get it, sort of, but it's like, maybe what they try to do is they're like, well, we can't do it case by case because it'll back us up. So we'll have to just That's right. do the so, flat out law. So now I got put into the general public, someone that could train his dog to be off leash so he never, and granted him his freedom. I now had to be part of the general public. But you know what else I don't get to do? Being fucking shoved into the dumb, idiotic society like how we live today. I'm not allowed to like be mad about that. I'm just supposed to fucking suck it up right. and take it. <laughs> right? Like yeah. when, when people go and do fucking crazy things, I'm not against that. Because I get it. I just don't have right. the courage or the guts or the balls or just I still have my mom alive, maybe, that I don't go and right, right. I don't go full fucking joker. <laughs> right but i'm like dude i'm literally there on the edge like if my mom dies and my dad passes away i don't really have anybody else that's telling me to be a good person right it's a choice and i'm so invisible to the world that i can literally go straight underground and inspire people to do really bad things <laughs> right and come out dressed yeah. in fucking you know Oh, I want to get to you and one thing you'll like this one in, in a bit. But um let's continue with this guy. Okay. The guy right. the guy that basically he took a photo of Buddy in the creek. To me, like imagine someone taking a photo of your kid. Yeah, no, I'd punch him. Oh man. Dude, I guarantee you you would do more than just punch him. Yeah, his phone would be mine. <laughs> Would he, the question to me would be whether or not he's still alive. I don't know. I'd have to see how I react. Right? It depends on how he treated you all the way leading up to that. Right. And, yeah, yeah. and, and how you feel about the law structure where you are. Right. 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 And all like a lot of things would come into play. So for me, I'm, since we've already discussed the Joker aspect of things, this is where I went with it. I was like, the moment that I see this motherfucker again, I have to make a choice. And this is the choice. Do I spend the rest of my life basically wiping out half the planet so that I eradicate this person from it? I'm talking history books. <laughs> I'm talking about anyone that has ever met this guy, including his wife, kids, family, all of those people down the line who have met their family, who have met their family, who know this guy at all. Records in libraries, in schools, in everything that he has ever done. I will find it. And I will destroy it so there's no record of him. He will cease to have ever existed on the planet. And at the end of my life, 
as a, and dude, I will keep this guy alive as much as possible in like different <laughs> locations after I've destroyed everything of his. Right. And before he passes away, I'm going to look at him and go, it was 100% worth it for me. But you could have walked away. Next time, next life, be smart. And that's it. Because, dude, fuck that guy. And I get, like, vilified for having feelings of, like, negativity. But imagine reversing 400 years. And now I'm a young guy who has noticed that my black, the, the black person that's with me isn't a, is, is more than just an animal. Right, and I've right. granted him his freedom. And this fucking yokel comes over and says, you got to put your boy on a lead. Oh, God. That's, but for most people, they see dogs as lesser than them. But Buddy was really the only thing there for me throughout almost all of these tough times that I had. Yeah. He was number two. He was the second most important thing to my life. Like you're Parker. There's you and then there's Parker and then there's probably everybody else. <laughs> right. Sorry to use his name. Should have, should have, should have said many you. Right. But like many me. Uh, that's fine. That's right. Fine. But you know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's the thing. Right. And so like buddy was the same thing to me. He was the second most important thing on this planet to me. And me and him had a special relationship that I don't think most people will ever really have with their animals. No offense to anybody that has relationships with their animals. Like <laughs> me and this guy were like so super in sync with everything. Literally, he, he would be down. Yeah. He would be across the street sometimes. Like he would have waited for a car to pass and then cross the street. And then Man, that's crazy. Nuts, dude. Like he was fucking. But the thing is that I noticed this in him. And I was like, I'm going to try and bring the best out of him. And when that guy basically told me to put a leash and collar on my dog, he basically said that I need to slave up my boy. That's how it registered in yeah. my head. And I don't think I'm incorrect for thinking that. I think human beings are so fucking far behind that they don't recognize how great of a person I was to buddy. I, I walked this motherfucker around for 45 minutes because I wanted to show him that my dog was no lesser than anybody else around. Yeah, yeah. Right? Fuck these people. And, like, so that's, you know, like, it goes with the whole, like, greatest race thing, right? Like, human beings make competition out of everything. Sorry, Wes. Yeah, they do. Right? accidentally kicked my dog when I put my foot down. <laughs> how is your... Great, how, great time to do it. Right. But, you know, how great it is that you have one sitting right beside you, close enough that you accidentally kick. Yeah. Well, I mean, we technically have four. Whimsy used to be, like how you said, buddy would, like, wait for... Whimsy used to do that all the time. Mm-hmm. And then one day, it, something just flipped in her, and she just didn't come back. And I'm like, okay. I remember what it was actually. We we were uh we're like, well, we got to get her fixed because there's like male dogs running around and stuff. So we made the appointment and she escaped. I don't know when. I think it might have been in the daytime. Like she just got loose 
and she was gone for like three days. I was really sad, but she came back and we're like, oh, okay, well, let's set an appointment again. And the appointment was like, God, it was a few weeks off. And by the time the appointment came around, we realized she was pregnant. <laughs> no shit. And that's actually, yeah, and that's actually where we got the uh, grumpy dog. Cody, that was what her puppy. Oh fuck! And then uh, right. she had she had eight, she had eight puppies, and we had like we uh we went through a couple local animal places and got them good homes and stuff like that. But we kept Cody, <laughs> and then Cody used to be the same way. She was really sweet, really nice. She go without a collar, and then something in her just changed. And I'm like, dude, what is with their breed? Whimsy's like a boxer, like a boxer and chocolate lab mix yeah and uh cody had something else in her (laughs) i don't know what it was but she she went from being like this awesome sweet dog to just like mean (laughs) to but not not to people she loved she was never mean to parker she freaking loved parker and she loved cats she absolutely adored cats but we were she would start to play with them we're like stop that you're gonna hurt it because she's so big I don't know what I've never had dogs that did what whimsy did. It used, it was always the opposite. Like they were wild and I trained them to stay close to mm-hmm. whatever. <clears throat> whimsy was the opposite. Super good. And Super good. Stuff. And then you took her femininity away and she was like, fuck you guys. Oh, we, we never actually got her fixed. Cause she escaped. Oh shit. Yeah. And so we said, we were set an appointment again for a couple of weeks later and she was pregnant. So we're like, we think she's pregnant. And they're like, well, we're not going to do it then. Okay, You're like so, you want to set an appointment for after she has the puppies, and then once the puppies came in, we were just so busy trying to like go through the proper channels. And fortunately, a couple of our friends were like, "I want a puppy," and we trusted them. We're like, "Okay, cool." Like, uh, one girl, she lives in like Hilton Head now. She still got one of Whimsy's puppies. Really? But yeah, so, that's super dumb. Yeah, yeah it's. We got most, most, all of them went to either like a shelter where they found a home or they were put somewhere. But uh, I think two of them, our friends had them and they were doing well. A couple years went by and they were like, dude, I don't know what happened, but this, we named the one Swag. They're like, Swag escaped. <laughs> I'm like, well, damn. And then like two weeks later, the other one escaped. And then they're like, oh, we found like this hidden hole behind a bush that was on the fence in our backyard and they just never saw him again (laughs) just just wild ass dogs man yeah like but they start i don't know i'll probably i'll probably stay away from whimsy's mix again but i don't know she's still sweet she just i have to put her in a harness if i take her for walks which we have a backyard so i don't really have to Mm -hmm. right biscuit he's He's the worst. <laughs> so I didn't. I never met Biscuit, huh? Yeah, yeah. He's he's a little guy. My ex left me with him, and I was like, okay, I guess I have a dog now. And I, and I mean, I wouldn't let her take him because he would have been in a really bad place. Like her house was bad. She had a dog that just always had fleas, and I was just like, no. Nah. Like, I let her have him. After we broke up, she wanted to, like, hang out with him. I was like, okay, fine. When he came back, he had fleas. I'm like, oh, great. So we had to take care of that. And he's just, he's a boxer. No, no, no. He's a a Jack Russell Terrier and a Boston Terrier mix. Oh, my God. 
No offense, Paul, but that's like the worst. I know. Like I feel bad. That's... My wife's over here going right. Oh my gosh, she's <laughs> on on par. Already, already a fan. <laughs> yeah, because like you, you would, you would love. Yeah. Oh my god, because like I can't like I the energy. Well, oh. it's it's like Jack Russells are this like no offense, but like are basically like a fish with legs. <laughs> body wise right like if you think about them like they have like you know like how other dogs like sort of like they're they're just like that's it that's like what you have like like they're all body and then they have like this head yeah yeah and they don't start (laughs) they don't they they have so much energy oh my god like same with boston terriers too well but just like oh i just i fucking i i can't as as bad as this is gonna sound i can't stand boston terriers I can't stand French bulldogs. Cannot stand. Yeah, I can't. No. I can't stand pugs. Right, and it's, yeah. if you notice something, my wife gave you the side eye for that one. It's, she likes pugs. It's all good. I don't. I don't discriminate. I. I also don't like cheesecake, and other people like cheesecake. Right, so like, yeah, yeah. can't necessarily discriminate <laughs> against that. Um, but it's the body type. <laughs> That's funny. I literally just can't handle that body. Like, I need, as fucked up as it sounds, a lean type dog. Like, Buddy was lean enough for me, right? Right. We have we have a pit bull in the house, and she's like the sweetest girl in the world. Like, you wouldn't, you legitimately would not understand. Like, you wouldn't think she's a pit bull. She just looks like one, but she's like something else on the inside. She's not a pit bull on the inside, right? She's not your typical. She's a sweet girl. She just loves everything, but. If push comes to shove and someone's fucking with you, we'll probably kill them. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's basically every pit bull I've met for the most part. They, right? They all seem pretty as long as their owners are chill. They're always like really chill, yeah. easy to train. Like Biscuit's the hardest <sighs> bastard to train in the world. Like I had him really good for a while, then my work schedule changed, so <laughs> I had to like be like, okay, well. Um, my roommates maybe they'll help me out for a while just make sure he doesn't crap in the house or anything because <laughs> he's like one of those he'll scratch the door he'll come get you and if you don't get him he'll be like okay fine then he'll just go do his business mm-hmm. so you gotta like you want it it's just so much energy like with if but they didn't really do much and then it got worse and worse and it got to the point where i was like okay now you're just completely you've lost all the training i gave you so now I'm I'm retraining him again. He hasn't really had an accident except for when he was sick the other day. It's been a couple weeks, but I keep forgetting to. Uh, I have a kennel for him or a little like thing. So when we leave, I know he's not going to piss on everything. And he he likes he sleeps in it sometimes. But when I get back, he's like, "Let me out of this bitch." <laughs> I'm like, "You gotta you gotta not have accidents in the house." But I keep forgetting to do it the last like three days. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit! I didn't put biscuit up, but oh. today he peed on my shoes. But other than that, he hasn't had an accident. So, how old is biscuit? Right now, he's like, what is he? Four, five? Okay, so like, understands and knows better. So it's more than likely yeah. doing it out of spite. Yeah, probably. Yeah. When my work schedule changed is when it all started. <laughs> Well, they get used to yeah, shit. Yeah, that, right? was like, that was like that was like three years ago, and so it's like 
I don't know. I just I didn't have a whole lot of help. Uh, I should have. Uh, I should have probably when I, my schedule changed. I should have been like, okay, I'm going to get a kennel. I'm going to or a little dog crate, and I'm going to put them in it when I'm gone. My roommates can let them out to pee and whatever. Yeah, he's not that big either, is he? No, he's not. He's he's only like eighteen pounds, maybe. Yeah. Is he is he more Jack Russell or more Boston Terrier? Um, he looks more like a Jack Russell, but the, the Boston Terrier you can tell because there's like black and white. Yeah, he's got and the markings of the Boston. Fur's, yeah, his fur is a lot thinner than like a like a lot more shallow than a Jack Russell. Right. Jack Russell's kind of puffy fur here and there. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck, man! Well, good luck. <laughs> Thanks. The other the other breed of dog that I struggle with is. Any of like the Yorkshire family? Oh yeah, like it doesn't matter if they're minis or if they're like just a regular um, <clears throat> fucking Yorkie. I just can't handle them. They have this like <laughs> arrogance to them because more than likely it's because of their like the person that raised them, right? Babies the fuck out of them. Yeah, I'd imagine because they're so small. Right. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Your dog's supposed to be hunting out mice, rats, weasels, and anything smaller than him. Start getting him into the dirt and actually letting it be a dog. Yeah. Right. I I had this one dog that used to, like, anytime that it gets scared, would spite, like, would pee all over the place and eventually would see me and just spite pee. Not even kidding. That's awesome. Like I couldn't fucking handle That's it. Hilarious. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just right. So like small dogs in me, I've learned that it's not necessary, but big dogs, right? And like medium sized dogs will always have respect for. Yeah. But the small little guys, they gotta earn it a little bit more. Unless I'm cool with the owner, like the actual like keeper of the dog, then me and that right. dog will be okay. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, but what time is it? Shit, dude, we've been recording for like 73 minutes. That's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. It's crazy. I don't know how much more time you have, <laughs> but I have, um, two other things that I wanted to, cause they kind of coincide. So like one of the things that I want to do is, um, eventually get an animation studio up and running. Nice. And I don't know if I've ever talked to you about any of my projects, but what I want to do with the, like for, for the animation studio, but what I want to do is treat the animation studio like it's a school. Right. So there'll be like it, every, every single quote employee will be a student. Okay. Right. And your the objective is to always constantly improve on your skills. So like right. every project that you that is seen from what I'd like to call Wonder Tree Studios, the first season and the last season, think of The Simpsons, right? Yeah. The first season of The Simpsons is pretty hard to watch. <laughs> it is. Right? From animation to voices to everything because they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. But you get into like season seven and eight or like the, the Conan O'Brien years. Yeah. And it's great. Right, and the animation got better, and Homer got better, and Bart, and all of them, and they really changed it around. Well, that's what I want to give the opportunity for Wonder Tree, 
But for like um, side projects, I want to do fan fiction for um, certain things that will never, ever, ever be done. Right. So here's the one leading up to like the big one that I want to do. So the little one that I want to do is, do you remember the show Muppet Babies? Yeah. Okay. So I want to bring back that look and style. Okay. Okay. And it's going to be about John Wick when he's a little kid, like three or four years old. And it'll, every episode will start with him playing with his toys. Right. And then we'll jump into his imagination and he's legitimately doing missions with his toys as young John Wick, like a little, like little, like four or five year old, let's say. (laughs) Nice. But it'll be done in Muppet baby style. I would totally watch that. Right? Wouldn't it be awesome? Even if it was a graphic novel, it would be great to see. Yeah, yeah. Right? And he's got, like, fake guns and, like, you know, like... But, like, think about, like, Duke. Imagine if he was, like, playing with, like, Duke from G.I. Joe, Optimus Prime, but they're all his height. (laughs) Right? They all look like... And they all look like Muppet Baby style. I think it would be... That would be awesome. I think it would be great, right? (laughs) So, like, I want to do that with the students. And then the other one is still in, like... Don't imagine this, like, still... Think, you know what? Let's go with Muppet Baby style or, like, Saturday morning cartoon-esque type-looking shows, right? Okay. And this one would be following the same. So what I want to do is continue and, like, basically take um, Heath Ledger's Joker... And right. tell the story before, like how we like. I want to. I want to tell the story about how he got his scars. Right, right. And then everything after that to his death. Hmm. Right in graphic novel, not in like any audio or anything like that. Just graphic novel style. Right, and it could be like in any format. So it can look real if we really wanted it to look real, or it could look cartoony. Right, but right. Yeah. this is the story. Okay. This is the real story behind how the Joker got his scars. And I think it's intelligent in one way. Um, Okay. You know, like, okay, when you take Parker, do you still take uh, Parker trick-or-treating? No. Did you ever? I'd been a couple times with him, but... uh, Did you ever ever check his candy? No, not really. Do you remember when we were growing up, though, the importance of checking candy was? Yeah, yeah, the whole... Right? Razor. Razor and the apples or the chocolate bars or whatever, right? Well, let's just say that our little friend Joker, little, maybe not even like nine years old yet, maybe he's like seven or eight, could even be six, right? Gets gets home from trick-or-treating with his mom. And definitely, like any other kid wants candy, right? Yeah. And his mom's like, no, you know what? It's too late. Sees the apple in the bag. And Jesus is like, have this. And little man is super hungry, but takes a huge fucking bite and becomes a statistic in a second. Oh, man. And that's how he got his scars. Hmm. Two razor blades and an apple. And that moment in time <laughs> fucked up his life forever. And so you get to know his story of why he became the Joker and why he doesn't really give a fuck. 
Nice. And that would be the fan. That would be fan fiction that we would do to like get us geared up to do like the actual like shit. Which I think I've shown you stuff, haven't I? Did I show you a pancake and a waffle before? Maybe. Maybe. I can't, I can't remember. Well, let me ask. Honestly. Let me let me ask you a question because oh, was it you that introduced me to it? Oh, maybe it was somebody else. But um, would you ever watch a show, a uh, a buddy cop show about a pancake and a waffle? That's all crime. Oh yeah, that sounds one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, it's too interesting not to. Right. So <laughs> now think of it done as a regular cop drama. So like NYPD Blue <laughs> or CSI, like all of those things, but it's cartoon food, and they look like they were drawn as like old Disney or like Looney Tunes characters. Right. Right. The bigger eyes, the like extended features, right? That kind of shit. But they're dealing with food issues. Like the in the first the the opening the opening scene that I wrote for the first episode for Breakfast Shift, which is what it's called. Um nice. Yeah. Is it opens up and it's at night and all the night shift people are on. So like you got salt and pepper. Um right. you got onion and garlic. Right. They're all they're all teens. Right. Like um, like salt and pepper, are like your medics and like um, onion and onion and garlic are the people that take the photos like forensics, basically, in a sense. Um, then right. you got steak and potatoes. Right. You got chicken. You got chicken and rib. Like these are all like. Um, and so like um, there's there's a scene where William, who is a Belgian waffle. Right. is called to a crime scene at night and walks in and, you know, like uh, potato and, and uh, steak are, are basically talking to each other and they're just like, oh man, this is going to get sticky. And potato steps in the way of the bathroom door and it's like, you're not going to want to go in there. And waffles is like, but it's done as like, remember it's done in cop drama, right? So like, right. like, super intense over each other like that type of shit but waffles basically just touches the guy and he was like whoa whoa and like moves out of the way right enters into the bathroom and like you don't see what's in the bathroom yet you just like it it holds on like everybody waiting for waffles's reaction and he basically yells like the big no right like no and walks out and he's like pale white and walks to his car and throws up. Right. And it cuts back to, Oh no, it doesn't even do that. He's just looking himself in the mirror and it cuts back to um, onion and garlic. And they're snapping a photo of what Walfel sees and what it is is in the tub is his ex partner, French toast. And she's chopped to, she's, <laughs> She's cut up to pieces and written on the right. written on the wall in maple syrup or like in syrup says, I know the truth. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and that would be the opening scene. It would cut back to waffles in um, his vehicle. He kicks open the door and just throws up everywhere. And written in the throw up is the breakfast shift. <laughs> That's awesome. Right. I would totally not be able to stop watching that. I think it would be great. Now, here's the thing. 
I would also be looking for people to work on it with me. Obviously, I think you're in a high caliber. I'm not saying, hey, let's do this together. I'm saying if you ever get interested and you ever actually have the time, I'd like to show you some of it of like what I've done. And like, it's basically like, all I want to do is have fun with this shit. Right? Like, remember, remember, like what we used to, how did we meet? Online. uh, What were we? EFED. That's right. Now, what exactly is an EFED? Basically role-playing as a wrestler. That's right. That's all it is, right? So, like, that's kind of the same thing. Like, you're a creative dude. You have, like, your ideas of, like, what's possible. Now, the thing about the, the breakfast shift is it belongs in a world. So what I've done is I've created an entire world. And breakfast shift is one show within that whole world. So think, like, Iron Man, then think Spider-Man, and then think the Avengers, right, right. like it all connects, right? So, yeah, so yeah. at some point, I also want to introduce Food Town to like the teen audience in like a teen format, and do like right, right. do like a Degrassi high type show. <laughs> that would be awesome, wouldn't it? Imagine like you know, like there's like because there'd be like a like one of the characters would be a carrot that um, her her whole thing is about fitting in. Right, because she's because right. she's like when she gets embarrassed, she turns bright orange. When she gets like when when she's like shy, she turns like another color. Her hair doesn't grow long enough. Like all of these things that like we have issues with can be put into food. Right, right. But like, you know, like peas and carrots are normally together as a couple. But yeah, but she <laughs> but she falls in love with an apple. Nice. Right. So like there's a whole bunch of like which in in general is now we're talking about fruits and vegetables being together. Yeah. yeah. So now we have to talk about that whole thing. Right. And and introduce that concept. Now in our world obviously we don't think of anything of that as difference, but if you think about it in like a bigger context, that's interracial stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right. So there's always there's chances to like for like really deep, deep, deep context within there, like content and whatnot. Um, but what I want to do in the Degrassi High to link it to Food Town is do an episode or in Breakfast Shift is to do an episode in Breakfast Shift where the high school um, suffers either one of two things, and I don't think I'm going to go the second way, but um, a suicide would be the first way. Right. Right. And they don't show the suicide in the actual um, high school show. But you find out later in Breakfast Shift what happened. Because they can go into more detail. Yeah, that makes sense. Right? So that that would be the idea, right? Is to, to develop all of these. Now, in the high school show, instead of it doing it like how... Um, what I would do it is... It would be kind of gimmicky if I did it this way, but it would make more sense. Imagine flipping through a yearbook and being able to click on a photo and being able to see everything that that person was involved in, like everything that we've created for them. So they wouldn't necessarily, like imagine only seeing the scenes of the characters that you like. Right. You could do that because you would just click on the character and you would be able to see all of their scenes. Oh, okay. Because there would be no one running show, 
right? There'd be no real time. Like there'd be a main timeline that you could probably watch from start to finish, but it needs to be filled up. So there'd be so many gaps, right? But you'd be able to like, maybe there's like eight main characters at the start, but like by the end of it, you know, there's a hundred characters that you could draw off of, but like some characters only have like three or four scenes, but those scenes are important to watch. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, it's like building a puzzle basically. So like, that's what that would be. But there's tons of, um, there's, there's tons of different opportunities within like food town to do different shows. And that's what I'm hoping to do is like get other people on board from like writing and like animation teams, like full production teams to like individual people and putting them together and creating shows. Right, yeah. Right, and just getting, like, but getting Breakfast Shift off the ground first, right? And really all that is, is, and a lot of it's on me because I can't find an artist to do it. That's why I'm learning to draw, is all I really need to do is draw out the first, the, the first episode. Right, yeah. Right, and, and put that out as a graphic novel or, like, a, a, a comic book or something, Right. Yeah, yeah. Right, and then be like, if you want to see more, donate, give money, subscribe, do something. Yeah, yeah. Right? You kind of walk into there for a minute. You're like, donate. Hey, I I did. Give money. Yeah, you kind of went walking for a moment. Hey, hey. Sorry. You know who? I walk in for a moment. Which is your, okay, let's (laughs) let's go on a side for a second. Which is your favorite walk-in? Like, movie-wise. Uh... Oh man, that's tough because like he changes so much. Like if you watch, like if you watch the Deer Hunter, he almost doesn't even talk. That's right, and it doesn't even seem he's too he's too good he's too hunky. Yeah, but then like when you go to like True Romance, he's just got one scene, but it like steals the movie. Same with Pulp Fiction, right? Yeah, yeah. Pulp Fiction's probably the best one to learn how to imitate him. For sure. Your father, what is what? <laughs> Five long years. Like, he does the whisper a lot. I don't know. Right. I really liked Pool Hall Junkies, though. Right. Because he's been he in was a lot. Really good. He's been in a lot. Yeah. You know, yeah, he's been. You know which one gets missed, though? Which is my favorite walking? I think that would be a what great thing? episode for a podcast, too. You couldn't do like a lot, but you could do like, you know, like, oh, fuck, that would be fun. But my favorite walk-in is um, the, the one from Click. Oh, yeah, because he's the, yeah, he's the, he's, dude, I just watched that he's, recently. He's, he's, he plays death. Yeah. But, but his mannerisms in that movie are fucking hilarious. Like, if you just watch Click for Christopher Walken, he's hilarious in it. Yeah. yeah. Like, his, because it's so, like, he's... As fucked up as it is, he's super animated in like comedy wise walking. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, it's almost as if they were just like, okay, Christopher, what we need you to do is to channel like your inner Robin Williams. Right? <laughs> and that's what he does. Yeah. But the thing is, is that a lot of people would probably think, oh, he's out of control. No, 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 no. He's just sped up a little bit more. Christopher Walken is like yeah. a super reserved guy for the most part. Like, Think Wedding Crashers walking. Yeah, yeah. Right? Great guy. 
I noticed that you were a phenomenal dancer. Yeah. Right. But like, you know, I think, but I think that would be fun to do. Like something like that. Like, you know, like just have a bunch of people, right? Like you. Right. Go over like what you would want to like, you know, like who's your favorite. Like, but if you had to choose, honestly, which one is your favorite walking? Huh. Like if you could, if you could, if you could meet one of them. Yeah, probably click. Yeah. Like that, like, exaggerated. You know what's... I, his I, name's Morty in that show, too, eh? Yeah, yeah. And he looks like what Morty could look like in the future. Yeah. <laughs> Which, have you seen that show? Like, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Rick and Morty? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know it? Do you know it? Like, have you seen the last season? I haven't watched it. No. Oh shit, dude! Definitely. I'm not. I'm not gonna like. I don't want to give too much away. But there's an episode where basic. There's there's a there's an episode where there's time traveling snakes. <laughs> nice. And it is. It is. It's one of. I think it's like and and they um, they they do it like, there's Terminator style type shit in it. Right, like, nice. like there's, like they go back into, like there's snakes that go back into the past to, like there's a scene where they go back into the past to kill someone, and like they legitimately, like one snake after another kills the snake that was sent back. Oh man! <laughs> so like there's like there's at least like eight or nine different snakes in this one scene that like one snake comes down and like I'm here to kill you, and then this other one comes down and kills that guy. And like goes to protect them, but then another snake comes in and kills that guy. <laughs> right? It's it's fucking genius in some ways. We have to watch it now. And it's on Hulu, I think. So. Oh yeah, definitely. If you can, it's like to to I that would be like the number one show that I would recommend to people. Like. Oh shit. Yeah, I, I love that show. Right? Like, if you were to watch any animated show out there, it would be... Rec- Actually, in, in general, just, like, I think... It, watch one episode, and if you don't like it, don't watch any more. Right. But if you like one episode, watch the entire series. Yeah. Right? But that's the, like... Yeah, I'm, I'm, sorry, what? I was just saying, I, I love that show. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the level of depth that I want to put into, right? The stuff that is done at Wonder Tree. Like, I want everything to have that feeling where it's, like, super thought out. It doesn't have to be genius type stuff, but it has to be, like, thought out like they think it out. Yeah. I choked on the cracker. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. Like a saltine? No, it's a uh, one of those uh, the sweeter kind of crackers, the club crackers. Oh, I got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. I I thought you were going fancy on me and had some Ritz. Oh no, we almost got some, but we decided to put the club crackers. Instead. Dude, I always pass the cracker aisle, walking down it, and I look at Ritz like I should buy them one time. 
that's like that reminds me of, <laughs> that reminds me of my childhood right yeah. my mom just used to buy that but that was back in the days when like nowadays a lot of the boxes like for crackers come in like individual sleeves within the box I don't know if it's like yeah. the same in America, but in Canada, like it's individual sleeves. Whereas back in the day, it was just one big bag in the box. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Right? Shit's changed, man. I don't know how to survive in this world. <laughs> it just seems so overly complicated. In, in the simplest of ways. Like, I guess. I mean, is it, do, yeah. they, do they do it for serving sizes? Like, is it because I don't people don't have like any self control and can't go? I don't need to eat this whole box of crackers. Maybe in one sitting. Like, have you ever been able to eat a whole box of crackers in a sitting? No, I've eaten the whole bag of Doritos though. What kind? Uh, cool Ranch. Yeah, that's simple though. That's easy math, Paul. <laughs> that's easy math. Like that. that that's. Have you ever have you eaten a bag a whole bag of chips on a car ride home from the grocery store? <laughs> no. Right. <laughs> My wife just said yes. So, so <laughs> well played. And I'm not talking about a small bag either, folks. I'm talking about a real bag of chips. Nah, see, but that's like <laughs> legitimately like a weakness of mine. Right. Yeah. Um fuck. <laughs> Ugh. but anyways um we did an hour and a half hour and 40 almost if, yeah if, it's about to say i think i think she's ready for bed she pulled her boobs out i was like <laughs> come to bed and i'm like uh well i'm not gonna argue with that if you've got if you've got yeah. uh what's her what, fuck i forget the she's she's pulling <laughs> she's pulling rob zombie's wife's move yeah, she's she's the sh- she's pulling the sharing news. <laughs> That's right. All right, dude. Well, let's uh, let's let's touch base again on this. Um, also, on a side note, if you like, I can show you around Anchor and like show you how to do that because it's like a neat thing, right? And then, um, <laughs> but we can do that another day. So, why don't we sign off? I usually like just say some form of wisdom, but that wasn't tonight's show. So, just want to yeah. thank. <laughs> I want to thank um, every single person that will ever listen to this episode throughout entirety. Right. Thank you. When humanity is ending and the aliens take over and they listen to everything. Well, this will be part of it. My hope is, is to preserve my content to the degree that anyone in the future could basically use like it as like, kind of like thinking in terms of like, quote, Jesus. Right. right? Like, have, like, all your stuff so that it's easily transcribed into, like, whatever is in the future. Yeah. And then destroy all other information. Sounds good. Yeah. Just <laughs> kidding. Just kidding. But, um, so that's mine. Thanks for listening. I'll leave it up to you for the last word. Um, just fucking love one another. That's my, that's my last words. Thank goodness. And if you don't want to do the fucking part, just love each other. Yeah, exactly. All right, man. Well, this was great. It was nice catching up. Yeah, it was great. You're catching up, man. All right, dude. Um, my, my blessings to you and the lady. And we'll... Uh, pardon? That's it for show. For show.
I want gangsta. Oh man, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, and 